Mic check, mic check. This is Mark, your producer again. Welcome to part two of our first Swish Stories episode. And if you haven't listened to the first part yet, make sure you do. And if so, I hope you enjoyed it because this gets even better. Please enjoy. I mean, the first thing like Mark and I realized is like, me and him are from basically like the two ski capitals of the U.S. Lake oh Tahoe. Oh my God! Yeah, City. talk about that. And we were like, come and find out, Mark's a ski racer. I'm like, well, <laughs> I ski raced for a year and hated it because I, I was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie, but like, <laughs> I was getting into basketball, you know, all his life. Like, and <laughs> it's but, weird because like, ha- what when you get introduced? What were you introduced for? Ski racing or basketball? Oh, I like, I mean, I'd been skiing since like, I was like toddler, mm-hmm. like two, two and a half years old. I was getting put in skis. And this was even before I moved to Utah. This was when I li- was living up in Mendocino. Oh, sure. Way up north. Yeah, yeah. All the way past like the Weed Triangle, you know, mm-hmm. Fort Bragg area, all that. Yeah. So then moved to Utah like when I was three. And then like since then I had been skiing. I'd, like I will, and I had wanted to like do something like competitively skiing. And, sure. like, anyone who competitively skis in Utah starts, like, really young. Oh, yeah. Like, you I start mean, that, like, 8, 9 age. Or you, yeah. Yeah, like, right around then. So, that's when you, I started. I mean, you have to, bro. You well, have to. Because skiing is um, skiing is kind of like golf. Sure. With the competitiveness and kind of, like, how people, you know, grow into the sport. Like, you look at all the, like, professional golfers. Mm-hmm. They've been – they've had golf clubs in their hands since they are like, six years old. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of, like, just grown into that sport from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Same thing with all my friends who ski racing. I've been ski racing with them since I was, you know, a toddler. Like, I've known them since I was, like, four or five years old and, then, you know, still ski racing. It's, like, from when I was eight, nine years old. The people who were good ski racing then are the ones who stayed. The people who weren't uh-huh. good then are the ones who got weeded out. And uh-huh. so you have to be good from a young age because it's like the time, the more time you put in the sport, the better you get. Uh-huh. Sure. It's not yeah. necessarily like, um, how do I say this? Just like that kind of spurt of talent, mm-hmm. right? Or just like, oh, you grind for a year and then you get really good. Or right. It's like you have to grind for a while yeah. to finally perfect it. And they're so, I don't. I don't know how to say this. Like, there's so many people who can do that, but you have to just start like right away. Yeah. Is it more like technique based? Then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like golf, you think about like a golf swing. Yeah. Like I've been playing golf for what, like six months now. And I, I'm, I have like a 16 handicap, 14 handicap now. And you look at Jay, my roommate, he's been golfing since he was a little kid. And he's, his he's a is, scratch. Like, yeah. He's like a one or a scratch. He's like a one or a two handicap. And wow. so he, it's, it's like with skiing, though. If you've only been skiing oh. for, like, two, three years, you're like, oh, dude, I'm, I think I might try a black diamond, you know? <laughs> it's like when I was eight years old, I didn't even know what a black diamond. I was just doing, like, double blacks, and yeah, I, like, I didn't even know. But, yeah, because it was just a ski run. That's how yeah. they threw yeah. This is, like, yeah. all what ties back into Mark and I, like, how we connect is skiing is such, like, I feel like for us it's such a niche thing. Yeah. And now Absolutely. being out in, like, Southern California, like, you, know you don't for sure meet a lot of guys who can, like, really rip and being some like mark and i like being someone who's for like yeah 17 years now which is insane to say but like (laughs) mark like and mark knows this too because i mean we both just grew up skiing you grew up skiing competitively i just you know i skied like i ski raced for your hate it and just was skiing for fun yeah but like at the end of the day like i mean 
you obviously had to quit because of injuries, but like we still like to this day enjoy just getting out. Just absolutely, ripping, which sucks. I mean, yeah, we still awesome. haven't gotten the chance to ski together. Funny enough, yeah, sad to say. Maybe next sad winter, winter. Next, next winter, man. Pa- pack yourself. Go, like go home for the summer. Pack hey, yourself. Well, I mean, we're both gonna have our cars. Yeah, it's he's coming. He's coming out quick. to Utah. This summer, so we're gonna, am, we're gonna play true. some golf. We're gonna play some golf. Get some balls. Damn, Utah sounds nice. I mean, we never went, but I mean, I just trying to shake up the scenery. Y'all gonna go up to Utah, bro? Yeah. My we were gonna go Lord. for NBA All Star weekend, yeah. But yeah, stuff came up, so bummer. That was like that's Cancel. probably like one of the busiest times in Utah too, because mm-hmm. really? you have Sundance, which is like yeah, huge film, film festival. festival. That's January, like it's like lit the last ten days of Jan- nine, nine, ten days of January. Like that President's weekend is yeah. so busy for skiing because everyone comes out, and then you have like a mix of like NBA All Star break, like right <laughs> in that, like. Crazy. I didn't even want to ask my parents how crazy, like, because, I mean, Park City gets to be a mess, but I couldn't imagine Salt Lake Salt City. Lake. Because what's crazy with Salt Lake is, like, the infrastructure, and they're always doing construction. No. It's going to be so <laughs> nice when all that stuff's done, but, like, they're really just trying to It's like to every build, major build, city. Build. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, so, when, like, when the, the construction's is, done. Oh, we have construction season. Yeah. Because the, oh, wind, the wind, What do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know about construction season. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> bro and then yeah because it's just like heavy winters just ruin the roads man uh-huh. ruin, and so it's construction every year just repairing the roads i mean california's ass with that but i mean sure. you, they gotta they gotta put in a little bit of work you know? yeah yeah but anyways you know a little off topic yeah so mark and i just <laughs> no. connected hugely on skiing and he him and i kind of knew some people mutually oh like, my god bro we have like so weird <laughs> You want to tell us? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell about this. So my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> oh, no. he went to high school with her brother. And his I was just a, like, I'm sorry, is a year what? younger than us. Uh-huh. And her older brother was in my grade. He now goes to MIT. Okay. Yeah. Like, it was just super weird. Kid. It's just yeah. like Random. all these little... <laughs> little connections. Yeah, little we, connections. We, well, we kind of had some other like mutual people, like either like you knew that I had heard of or like I knew that oh, like you had heard of. I think. The world's but smaller yeah. than you think, man. Bro, it yeah. is. Especially now, you'd be able to connect with anybody. Oh, or, yeah. Or yep. like in the internet. But like he grew up in that niche of like... Because you went to a ski academy. Yeah. And, we, and like mm. you get to that certain age, like you rate ace against the same people like over oh, and over. oh my god and you know who talked about this like in my podcast was lily because she was really? talking about women's hockey yeah. i don't remember if did you ever listen to it i did like fully you know how she talks about like triple a like going into college like, yeah you just play the same people i mean because get to college it's, yeah, cause cause it's, it's such a niche cool. thing it's the same it's thing with skiing tiny. which yeah. all but this all comes back to like so mark and i connect on skiing and then we just have like all these connections and we just start I mean, we were both pretty into sports. Like, I mean, I'm obviously into basketball. He's into soccer. Sure. And, like, he follows basketball a little bit. But it was just, like, it was something that just somehow just worked out. So, well, oh, and then we ended up starting to run together, which is Oh, funny. my God. So, yeah. I'm talking to Mark about running. And Mark <laughs> goes, like, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm topping out, like, three, four miles. He's like, well, you're running too fast to begin with. All of a sudden, like. I started slowing my freight pace those first couple miles. I'm yeah. going like six, seven easy. And Mark's like, "Jeez, bro, I told you, like, yeah, longevity." And then Mark and I are like, "All right, we're gonna train like all the like, building this podcast, like doing our thing with school." Mark's like, "Oh yeah, let's do this half marathon." I was like, "Yeah, oh, I don't remember oh if it was gosh. me or you who brought it up." 
I think so it was like, you. So I then we it do you. it, and then like we didn't. We put off like registering it for a while, and then like we finally did it right before we're gonna register. Oh my god, Mark, bro! Mark gets, I like, sprain my gets, like, ankle. A grade Wait, when was this? Sprain. This was like bro. a month ago. Yeah, a month oh. ago. Jeez. I sprained my ankle in was, a soccer this game. Was like seven or oh, eight sure. weeks out, and uh-huh. then I'm like, okay, okay. He's playing pickup. No, yeah, just just a soccer game with my club. Mark's like, uh, I don't know if I can do. I don't know. It's like let me let me let me like see two weeks and see how it is, and then I end up tearing my MCL, just like a little like a tiny tear. Uh huh. And it's like, bro, like I I I can't lift. I can't lift. I can't do anything with it. It's yeah. So now, so now I'm doing it by myself. Anyways, I'm his number one supporter now. (laughs) You got it. Get a sign. sign, Yeah, I'll be there. 6 a.m., oh, yeah, 5 a.m., wake up. It starts at 6 in the morning. Where We're is probably this? getting up like 4. Where is it at? Costa Mesa. Okay. It's for that one. It's how you get the Orange County Fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So I know I do. The hell the like a half goes, marathon. Mm-hmm. The course go, They have a half and a full. And they're Boston Marathon qualifiers. Yep. Oh, wow. Full. Yeah. So that's for next year. The Julian's yeah, brother's no. going to run New York Marathon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my brother's uh, November. Right. November, right? Yeah. Let's go, Julie. Not me. Oh, oh, no, we'll be there. My brother. Cheering. Not me. Oh, your brother? brother. Okay, Dude, let's go, know. Julie's brother. <laughs> let's go. Hell yeah, Davey. Yeah, but Mark and I are like running together. Like we were doing like everything together, like, especially like interterm because like me and him like. Well, it was an everyday. Because then Mark's like, oh, H. let's go. To, so Mark like one day was like, oh, let's go to Contra. So we go to Contra. I'm like. Yeah, because like, I already kind of made Contra like my second home. Like sure. this was already like my study spot. This was my hangout spot. I I knew Todd, right? Then, like I, I just kind of like engraved myself. Yeah, I thought you were Todd's culture. friend first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, legit. No, Before, for sure. Yeah, Before I didn't know you was like Mark. Like, yeah, I yeah. just like. So it was actually funny. My friend Jack Bruniel. He introduced me to Contra. Mm. So he was my, uh, like, Shouts to say, Jack. Yeah, like Shouts to Jack. best friend fall semester. And I was just hanging out. And he's like, huge coffee drinker. Like, that guy is a coffee addict. He has maybe like two, co- two three coffees a day. Like, he just goes crazy on coffee and caffeine. caffeine. And so he's tried, I think, every coffee spot there is over here. And so he's like, dude, do you want to, like, try some coffee i'm like i'm not a huge coffee drinker he's like contra's perfect for you it's like you know nice sweet drinks they also have like good actual coffee drinks and it's like mm-hmm. the perfect mix and so came here loved the coffee loved the spot fell in love with caffeine and they started then, dragging me over here yeah oh. and then <laughs> met wyatt and i was like hey hit contra with me I was never super into coffee. Sure. Now I'm like, now also, I how long Bro, did it take 18, you? Right? 18 yeah. and 19. I've never, I've never been a t- huge coffee drinker until like, I'd say like close to the end of high school. Oh, sure. But I wasn't a huge coffee drinker until I came to Contra. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> but, fair. No, I appreciate yeah, so that. We started coming and I was like, every day and like you like we talked you talked about this with my mom yeah when she was out here like yeah all of a sudden this random kid started coming in every day <laughs> no it's true though right because like you know we, we you notice see people. like yeah yeah it's like the uh what's the word it's like the commitment to like yeah. wanting to come back it's something that we never take for granted because i think that's the one thing that at our scale with our business right now like we understand like that is our secret weapon you know, mm-hmm. most play like mo- most people that operate a business is like you want to scale, 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 scale. Yeah, right. We've been in it for eight years. We don't have a second location, and people mm-hmm. are like, "Wait, why? 
Well, because our secret weapon is community. Like, that's it's not secret. Not, and like, but so we, we yeah. actually get to know you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. we're not just doing it just for whatever, whatever. Like, we really build this community up. Well, you love it too, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. It's not yeah. just a business to you guys. It's not just yeah. a business to us. It's a lifestyle for you guys. I mean, it's you guys are always are running around. Everything just kind of revolves around this community that you guys have built. Uh, yeah. I think that, that that's what like this kind of represents is like a willingness to kind of like step out from that role, even for a moment and kind of observe it and mm-hmm. like think about it in a different angle. Because, yeah. you know, you hoop a lot, you ski race and you play soccer now. When you're so caught up in like training and like doing the training and like applying your skills and trying to like yeah. get better, you don't really realize until you take a step back how much better you actually got. Oh my God. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like it, it's mm-hmm. crazy because the one thing that strikes me about you, you guys, right? Um, from what we were talking about earlier is that you talk about being in ski racing since you were eight, like and taking it really seriously. Yep. And you playing basketball, right? Like, Number one, it's your willingness to share those stories outright. And like mm-hmm. that was something that stuck out right away. But number two, it's the composure and the understanding of like, I can, I, I think Julie and I have a good read on people. And uh-huh. the thing that I think we read right away is like, oh, are you really real about your thing? Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't even care 100%. if it's specifically about sport or if it's about like art or if it's about whatever. Like, are you mm-hmm. really, really about your thing? Yeah. yeah. I think we can spot that on most people. And, and it's not. Yeah. It's Y'all not got only it. that we want to be successful. Obviously, we want to have a successful mm-hmm. co- podcast. We want to, you know, hit <laughs> a thousand followers on Spotify, sure. etc. But I love doing this with Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself like being separated from this podcast and from like anything with Wyatt relating to the locker room for at least until like the end of college for me. Hey, that's like, cool. This, I agree. I'm. I'm in on this probably, I would say 50% in on this and 50% on my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been supportive of, of what Mark's going to be cooking up this summer. Yeah, I'll it's be gonna, doing dude, some like self-improvement stuff, little YouTube channel, podcast for myself as well. Because like, I kind of want the locker room, it's his vision, right? This mm-hmm. is Wyatt Lister's podcast, sure. it's not Mark Bender's. I'm, the per- I'm just here to help Wyatt. I'm mm-hmm. here to help Wyatt put his vision out. And I, I also want to put my own vision out. Like, I, I feel like I have a purpose in life, too. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is is self-improvement related. And right now, for Wyatt, he's trying to, you know, help with the recruitment process, college athletics, that kind of thing. And also, he's an expert in that. I'm not an expert. I, I know Jack, like, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. And so, for me, though, like, I'm an expert in self-improvement. So, that's what I... This dude uh, knows everything i i wouldn't say he was like using all like one time he was explaining to me he was using all this vocabulary Uh, okay okay that was like never (laughs) that's that's just because i watch uh dr huberman you guys know alex huberman i don't have seen him i yeah the huberman lab podcast Uh oh my god i love that guy to death he he's a uh stanford professor Mm -hmm. he's a doctor in neuro neuroscience or something like that Mm -hmm. you want to you want to look that up for me why yeah. yeah fact check me on that but anyways he's just this genius guy like super smart he has like all the yeah, framework yeah all mm. the framework to back everything he's saying up and so i just take what he says to heart and then also i like i do my own research on 
self-improvement right cold showers like what it does to your body you know like meditation how it like calms your central nervous system down and like dopamine i am like so interested in dopamine like dopamine detoxing and all that whole thing screen detox like with charles generation is like a very interesting thing for me to observe like how there's like people like oh i'm consciously like yeah and just like separate yourself Mm -hmm. yeah because I guess with our generation, I mean, we grew up with electronics and now I'm actually more scared for this next generation. They're going to grow up with social media. They're going to grow up with VR. They're going to grow mm-hmm. up with AIs, oh, especially AI. Dude, holy uh, cow. What, yeah. what is going to happen? Like a, but if you think about it from a zoomed out position, right? It's the same story, which is perception is reality. Yep. No matter Absolutely. what, no matter how much intervention with technology or whatever, whatever, it's just a different medium for it, right? Yep. And so there's going to be different tools that you're going to have to teach people um, just to make sure that they don't get lost along like their journey of mm-hmm. life. But like, yeah. I appreciate the fact that a person who's 18 or 19, sorry, and like is conscious of that. Yeah. Because me yeah. at 19 would not even care. Like, and I mean yeah. that because of like how f- I say that because of how far I know I've come mm-hmm. and, um, in general. Bro, and I think I'm late. Like, I think I'm late on this whole self But you probably thing. see like your other peers that are like. Yeah, that is true. Like they're way, uh, one of my buddies, he's a huge stoner uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not against like the whole, uh, marijuana thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, have it to each its like own. Like one, yeah, 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 exactly. To each its own, and also like in regulation, right? It's yeah, like sure. moderation. Yeah, yeah, moderation. Don't become abused by the substance. Exactly. Yeah. And so, just seeing how like his brain has been affected, like he doesn't find things as exciting for me. Like l- just last night, I was hanging around some of my friends, and I was just laughing way too hard at some of the jokes that were going around. And they're like, "Dude, it's like not even that funny." I'm like, "Dude, I just find it so funny." Sure. And it's just little <laughs> things like that. That I'm just like, Whoa. because the disconnect of you from the meme, yep, right, mm-hmm. or the median, for lack of yep. a better term. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm college educated. I can talk about stats. I got you. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, the mean or the median of a lot of these observations. It's like, yeah. if you're hyper aware of it, which it sounds like you are, yeah. like you're in a good spot because Thank you. I've yeah, always you're felt like super that way. Self-aware, Thank I you. Well, I'm trying to get why on my morning routine, man. Hey, 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 hey. you can be self-aware. Don't start a cult. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, hey. I'm we saw that in the 90s hey, it did not I'm work out well it, like no, with all but, due respect like i think i got myself pretty like under control like i think i got but, a good thing can i improve perfect. hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but but that's the perfect thing right because I, I think at the end of the day it is up to the individual right like you go well, back yeah. your way and you just hope to surround yourself around people who like you know are actively participating in them taking care of themselves yeah. exactly right you don't want to be around a lot of people that's who like, are the opposite and like the people like i heard this a million times the people you surround yourself with are a reflection of who you are mark mm-hmm. is a reflection of who i am oh. just on a different I'm level like, <laughs> <laughs> but no it's yeah, impressive yeah, yeah. that in you're a, even willing to identify that with somebody that was relatively relatively new well, to your life yeah it's like why it has influenced me so much in my life he's sure. influenced my life so much and i feel like i've influenced his life a lot mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. um but it's like all my other friends too they've influenced me incredibly wow. right yeah. uh just 
what we do together, mm. right? What we talk about, just what I'm thinking about all the time is also a reflection of kind of what they're mm. thinking about. Because yeah. then we connect on those things that we're thinking about, mm. well, right? Yeah. And I think one more thing is like also just to add to that idea of influence, like don't forget that the people around you, your friends, the influence also is the things that they don't do. That is true. Mm-hmm. So yep. don't forget you're absorbing that as well. And yep. not to say that what they don't do is negative, right? Right. One thing that I've realized as in terms of like self-improvement stuff is like, especially when you're high functioning, there's this like tendency to try to always like achieve something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting better now and I'm, I'm 33, but like I still catch myself always feeling anxious when I feel like someone within, you know, our you know around me is like actively achieving and exploring like you guys oh my not to say that like you guys make me anxious it's more so it's it's i'm at a different stage in my life and i have to come to peace with that and come to terms with that whereas i think even like for perfect examples like with julie's role here versus my role yep like she has to do the production that's a fun fact about conjure by the way julie has produced pretty much every keg from day one yeah it's true like every bit of and liquid that comes out of, and <laughs> that's something I admire about her, like a thousand percent. Julie's because it's the like fuel, Paul's the flame. Uh, yeah. Hey. That's. I mean, honestly, that, that's extent, a really yeah. good analogy for. Yeah. I, I can, that is a good analogy. Yeah. Because yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know, one can't go without the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. To have like that synergy, right? That comes with what I don't do, and mm-hmm. what I do, and that comes with what she does and what she doesn't do. Yeah, right. Because if we both had the exact mirrored skill set, uh, man, that'd be scary. Well, uh, yeah, it would be scary. dude, it's the same thing with Wyatt and I too. And I think it's like also with so many other just businesses and organizations. It's sure. like you can't have one person being an expert in uh-huh. the same things as another person, right? Mm-hmm. You because you can only be an expert in so many things, right? It's like mm-hmm. uh, what's each the one saying? Each one. Yeah. Like, what's the saying? That's it's like a jack of all trades is a master, master of none. none. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and a master of one is is like uh, I mean, it was a follow to that as a bar. Yeah, no, no, there's something, there's something Hold like on. that. Um, why, it's, why it's got it? But I think what you're talking about is like the thing that I, I've I've come to realize in where I'm at in my life is like, yeah, you know, you I try to avoid expertise for myself. I try yep. to avoid pursuing expertise at all costs now. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I'm satisfied with being an expert at my one thing. Yep. And if people care to ask me about it, sure. But I'm always going to have like white belt mentality. Like I'm just entering a new discipline or a new martial art that I got to like go. go on. All right. Oh, that's Jack, such a great uh, mentality. Sorry, Jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Mm. Yep. No, it's, so, it's so that's the kind of thing I've been looking at just within myself from a personal standpoint is like, wow why i'm not a master at you know podcasting i'm not a master at what why it does but why it's not a master at what i do either it's like with what we're creating here i need why it was as not maybe as much as why it needs me (laughs) but like we both (laughs) need each other in a certain extent And, and i don't know about you guys but it could be the same with you and i know it's super similar all uh, over the world knowing your role yeah Yeah. it's really knowing your role in the context of what you're trying to achieve as long as like all right so if you sign on with a group or a team and this is what you you learn through sport right what you learn through sport is like how to function as a team how to yeah what um, your role is yeah for Mm -hmm. sure and even like if you're on a good team you'll start to see the minutiae of it all where it's like oh in the locker room (laughs) it's like 
with the type of personalities that you have to manage within the game. Like, yeah. not everyone's a robot. No one's a robot mm-hmm. on your team. Everyone's a living, breathing human existence. So, like, they're a piece of life. So, mm-hmm. with that, you have to manage them all differently, even within right. the context of the goal. It's it's each episode, too. It's like each yeah. episode, you have a different person, yeah. a different sport. You know, different backgrounds. There's some people that are more yeah. quiet, so you Ex- have to like exactly. draw them out a little more. So that's something I noticed when. So I did an interview with my buddy Noah Williams. Shout out Noah. Guest episode coming soon. Coming soon. Um, the very like first, I want to say like minute, he was talking like this, and you know, literally thirty seconds in, he starts talking like hella loud, like you know, energetic. <laughs> yeah. It's sure. like you just gotta find that right within them, which is so mm-hmm. crazy because. I told Mark going into like our first recording, like, dude, I have no idea what to expect. Cause it, Nico, so Nico, my roommate is like a pretty like outspoken, at least when he's around me, like pretty outspoken, pretty quiet. Sure. I mean, I've seen him come out of his shell like a little bit, but like I told Mark, I was like, dude, like I hope I don't have to just like carry this like mm. conversation. Yeah, and then the Nico opposite, gets to bro. talking and he just like, he spoke so professionally and just like it flowed and it was all this. And, I would have never expected that hearing at the like. Man, you'd be pleasantly surprised. I mean, because Mark and I after we're like, oh my god, (laughs) we we got something. We got something. What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I was talking about this with Todd. Right? It was like something about the power of the microphone can either for people who are really shy, it can like it literally is the thing that gives them a voice. Yep. So they'll just like lean into being the instrument. Yep. And then for people who are like. I would group myself into this group, which is like the people who are always processing something in their head. Like it causes me to slow down yeah. in order to properly choose words. Yeah. Right. Cause if you know, off, off record, like, I mean, off, off the microphone, like, like I'm always talking. Yeah. Um, what this has helped me do is try to like find my groove with how, if in the situation, like I need to like, just like observe myself it like it like frames your thinking in a way. right no a thousand percent mm. for sure and i don't know i it, it really has helped me mm. a lot so yeah it all kind of i feel like consolidates into one thing like like you said it's a system you know knowing your role every and this i'm gonna tie this into basketball everyone's got a little flair to them mark knows <laughs> oh, this. sure mark knows this the other night oh i was we were losing like i am extremely i hate losing we're I'm like, okay and mark knows i'll this. add to this once you're done but yeah go ahead so mark i'm like <laughs> it got to the point like we were losing and i like i felt bad after because dude i got so pissed at you Yo, and oh i was my like God. I, i'm I was, not gonna lie i was a little scared i was like oh okay my bad bro. i just like <laughs> sure. i've grown up in such a competitive environment like i have most of my dad's side of the family are like Division one athletes. Oh, right, my right, dad right. was a swimmer at Hawaii. My grandfather was a QB at Ohio State. Two cousins wow. who were swimmers in college. Cousin playing baseball at Cal Poly. Another cousin who's coming to Chapman next year to play baseball. Like I've and well, and uncle were trying out for the Olympics for swimming. Didn't make it, but like sure. I grew up like around that competitive nature. Yeah, I have the flair from my mom of just like being a hothead. Sure. And so, <laughs> anyways, the other night it gets to a point where I'm like. We're in a game. I'm like, just give me the ball. And I like, I kid you not. I don't remember who set that screen. But it was the one where I was on like the right side. 
And I pulled like a 30 footer. Oh, no, no way. Wait, wait, wait. That was Cam. Yeah, Cam that was sent Cam. me a scream. And I just pulled. I was like, dude, like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm not passing this. Bro, I have the... this big freaking football player on me. Uh, so... Oh, and I was like, I came off the screen and oh, I just okay. pulled it. I wet it. And Mark looks at me and was like, <laughs> and i just like i looked right back at him i was like not a word yeah it was like <laughs> some was like, like yep it yep. was like some kobe like yeah. no it wasn't even oh, that like i was that just like, pissed well it was also because sucks it was before i wasn't like playing defense much and i was just like taking it cool I, yeah i was guarding i was guarding a girl and like i know her she's my friend it's like you know, i know I, her too like she's cool she's cool and like she can i hoop. like her and she can oh she can hoop Sure. She can hoop, and so All I was right, like, let, "Let me let <laughs> look at the competitive one." Yeah, and I'm like, oh, let, her, "Let her do her thing," you know. And why she's like, "Dude, what the? F- yeah. <laughs> Not a, well, what are you no, doing?" Because my thing yeah. is like, if she like, and she wants to be out here, like, I feel like it's respectful to like play her like I'm playing anyone else. Oh, absolutely. That's just me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's not a lot of girls that are. Like, and, like to have the confidence to come out as a girl and hoop with a bunch yeah. of guys and hold your own, like no, that says one thing about crazy confidence. If, with it. If you, she's had that since we, we were in college. If we're not good, then we wouldn't even go in the first place. Oh, absolutely, uh, not yeah. true. Well, not true. Bro, and she was playing with a knee brace too, and she was cooking. Mm. She was cooking she, with a knee she brace. She was cooking Mark. <laughs> she was yeah. cooking me. Julie's got a couple hoops. So stories. she goes by Mark like three times in a row, same move on a right hand layup, and I'm like, bro, and she just like. Reaches her hand all the way out, and I I feel like I'm a little tiny kid, just like oh let me. Let she's taller than Mark. Oh she yeah, she, she's what? She's like your height? Maybe no, 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 she's not well, six tall. three. She's My like bad. five ten. <laughs> I'm Maybe, five nine. Five, yeah, she's, she's like got, she's, she's got to be like. On you. Six she is foot. not six foot. She's got to have more than an inch. I'll give her. She five was taller 11. than Cam. All right, Cam is like five ten, bro. Okay, so basically eleven. She drives by Mark like three times. I'm like, Mark, bro, she's going to drive back off. And then she banks a three. Oh, and I couldn't even be mad at Mark. I was just like. So it just happens that way sometimes, yeah, man. It just happens She got that way. bag, bro. And then she yeah. banked another. like, And then like they needed one more. So I just played with them. And then she banked another one. I was GL like, okay. bank? Yeah. Or did no, she, say, she did, did not she call it. She did not no, call no, it. No I don't care what bank. anyone says. She did not call it. No disrespect. Like, you, you get buckets, you get buckets. But like, oh, man. you, you got to call it. Yeah. This all ties back to like. Me just being pissed. So like, I and just I don't him come wh- from a competitive like family. Like, sure. My dad, yeah, he was a, a bodybuilder. You know, he he or not bodybuild, powerlifter. But like, he wasn't you know super competitive, mm-hmm. right? He didn't he played football, but like he wasn't he was the best. Yeah, he was he was an average football player. Then he went into powerlifting in college. My mom was like a a theater theater kid, you know, sure. lawyer, super academically driven, you know, mm-hmm. straight A's, mm-hmm. and so when I got really into sports, I was like, dude, just have fun, right? Like, yeah, be competitive. And I was competitive when I was a kid. I can't lie. And I kind of grown out of that. I think it was also injuries too that played a factor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't come from a super like athletically talented family. Mm -hmm. And so I have that aspect of like, dude, let's just have fun. Like if you're going to get buckets on me, get buckets on me, right? If you're going to like cook me, oh, that's funny. You, you like nutmegged me or did something cool. Yeah. It's also funny. Like I find a laugh in people embarrassing me, right? There's different environments. Mm -hmm. Like basketball class, Mark knows like, dude, I do not care because I don't take it (sighs) seriously enough. I ain't gonna lie. I find it interesting you say that, that, like you, that's ultimate display of maturity from you. You're like, that's, I, I think, care that, if and I'm that's what I was gonna say. It's like, dude, I think your injuries helped you grow up. 
Because oh I feel like God. I'm well, like, when it comes to me, like playing sports, like, dude, I still have like that energy. And maybe it's just the way I grew up. But it's like, dude, like I have that energy and I'm just not like out of it yet. Can I ask a question real quick? I guess with the ski racing yeah. thing, do you feel like ski racing was taken away from you because of the injuries? Uh, dude. Because I think that's a big part I of the growing up process. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little quick thing, but I've suffered you can do now. a part two. 15 concussions um so oh, i've had almost like you i've had 16th the other night yeah no i was too mark yeah. got hit in the head like when well i got a little i got back. a little bump it's just a little bone a little oh, bruise he got hit in the head and he goes down I'm like no yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, i was like scared no nah, i'm good now um anyways pull the paul so pierce <laughs> I suffered like four personality changes, like just complete shifts in personality, completely different person. Wow. Um, depression, obviously, tons of anxiety, mental health issues. And I don't want to be that like bragger, but 46 uh, ranked at the time and I get a concussion at this race up in Utah, funny enough. Um, and I get back go to the doctors and they're like dude can't ski race like you can't do anything you gotta i'm like not like screw you this like this is my life because i went i'm going to high school i went to i'm going to a private academy to ski race like i'm already looking at colleges just to ski race right i'm already looking at my future head only in a ski racing mm -hmm. lens like sure. i'm doing academics for ski racing i'm having 16 hour days five to six days a week like two years in a row at this point, like everything I'm doing is for skiing, for ski racing. Like yeah. my whole life is ski racing. Someone, like my p mom was talking to me like, you're just a ski racer. Like that was who you were. Like if anyone thought about you, they just thought about your ski racing. Which is crazy because like you probably dealt with that identity crisis. Like, oh like, my, stuff. yeah, that's what I'm getting to is so I had a huge identity crisis yes. when I wasn't able to ski race anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like, who, who am I? Without that. Yeah, exactly. And so then I relied on like my grandfather mm -hmm. and like just him kind of raising me and like, you know, mechanics. He, he's a mechanic and super into soccer. That's what he he got me into soccer. Mm -hmm. cool. So I just kind of relied on, you know, my grandfather's identity being mine. And then he passed away mm -hmm. and then I got another concussion. And so it's like all everything just kind of went downhill. And then I don't really kind of know what it was, but something just clicked in me. To where I found, I just found like all these tiny little hobbies like inside of myself, mm -hmm. yeah. and that just kind of bloomed into kind of who I am now. You yeah. know, like I'm super into cars. So like when my grandfather passed away, I spent time in his shop, just like kind of reminiscing. And then I was like, you know, I I kind of like cars, and I still like skiing. You know, I still like sports. And so I just kind of got into all these little specific niches that I didn't really know about myself. So sure. if anything, I think part of that maturing aspect that Wyatt was talking about earlier, I just got it at an earlier time. I just got it like yeah. so fast and so abrupt that I had to, I had to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mm -hmm. get a little deep here, but I had to figure out who I was in order to kind of like stay alive. If, if I'm going to sure. be it. Cause it's like, I didn't know who I was, who am I, yeah. you know, but once I was able to find, oh, like I'm actually, I'm a person, right? <laughs> like like yeah. I have interests other than just ski racing, you know? And True. so I was just able to find that so much earlier because a lot of people, what happens is, you know, they play their sport, um, just talking from an athlete's perspective, they play their sport, that sport is kind of their identity. Yeah. And then at some point or another, that sport doesn't last all the way through. Right, because there's only talked about this. There's only yeah. a specific little percentage of people who actually like play their sport all the way through, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And even you're seeing it with Tom Brady. 
right? Like he quit and then he retired and then he came back. Like he, that football is who he is. That's, that's his is, identity, yeah. right? And he hasn't been able sure. to shift away from that. I think he's kind of starting to, you know, shift away from that mm. through everything that he's going through. Yeah. But I just got it at such an earlier point in my life. And I think everyone goes, every athlete goes mm. through that. Like their sport be, just becomes who they are. And then once they start like leaning away from the sport and into other things in life that they're also passionate about, they have to kind of have that identity switch mm. or like flip that switch. Oh, I'm not just an athlete. Mm. You know, I'm so much more than that. Yeah. I was talking to Todd about the issue, but like, it's All like, athletes die two deaths yeah. last game and then when they actually pass away. Even beyond that, too, it's like assimilating back into a situation where it's like, okay, you don't – who you are as an athlete doesn't get you access anymore. Like, you yep. are now treated like every normal – like, yep. aver- I wouldn't say average, but, like, you know, on, on, on average in comparison mm-hmm. to what an athlete can achieve yeah. – Everything yeah. else is in terms of probably your result or what you. That's why is I got, average. That's why I got average. such into like business and self improvement. Sure, is because I looked at like being an athlete. Like, oh my god, there's that top of the top. There's that huge success that I can get mm-hmm. right just by training. You know, I had like a specific, I guess, format into becoming a super successful ski racer. When that got taken away, I was like. Oh my God, what did I do? How am I going to become successful? Um, And then I was like, oh, business, boom, self-improvement, boom. That's how I become successful. That's how I, you know, achieve this like ideal success that I had in my head as an athlete. Yeah. So. Which all kind of ties back into the podcast for me. This is my outlet away from basketball. Yeah. I like, obviously like I'm a person, I have things like outside of basketball I'm interested in. You know, I love music. Yeah. Play golf, ski. You know, into just being an athlete, you know, I've gotten into running, like I've been into lifting and all this stuff. But like, what am I outside of basketball has been like probably one of the hardest questions I've had to ask. I think especially like you can attest to this. You both can attest to this, too. It's like finding contra, right? Yeah. Me more than Paul. Mm -hmm. Because I've been playing basketball since I was like middle school, sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. And then I played in high school Mm -hmm. and then. Going back to like what we talked about of like uh kind of like training so hard, yep. kinda lose mm-hmm. a part of yourself and the enjoyment of it. Yeah. So like I kinda lost enjoyment of the game in like my senior year. So I quit. People get just like and then it's I just unfortunate. like stopped just playing, get burnt out. and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna like uh go to college and just kinda like Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Just like kind of reinvent myself. Well, hey, remind me later to talk to you more about this kind of like off uh-huh. off the podcast because my sister's going through that same thing mm. right now. Sure. She's been swimming for a very long time and she's getting to the point where it's not enjoyable. She yeah. called me just the other day. She was like, I want to quit. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold yeah, because this came out right before we started hooping. I heard yeah. you talking about it. I was going to yeah, ask I was you on the I was on the phone with my yeah. sister FaceTiming her uh, right before hooping. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, you want to quit? Like, but like... Oh my god! And I was I mean, talking about that maturing aspect, mm-hmm. finding all the other passions you have. Do you want to talk about that? Like when you got into college, did you kind of find those other little passions? You were, oh, for you sure. were a food science major. In yeah, 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 yeah. So I found like a ton of passions, but then I also refound my love for basketball. There you go. In my own way, because mm-hmm. oh, in high school you have your coach, and then they tell you what to do and all these things, and you're yep. just like following. You're following you're that format. Yeah, yeah. And then 
uh, Cal Poly Pomona, there was intramurals. Mm. And then I commuted to school. So I didn't like have that many friends. I didn't dorm. But basketball yeah. was, was my only thing there that like, helped me reconnect with basketball and make friends. And yeah, so yeah. the social aspect too mm-hmm. is huge. And then I knew that I wanted to school, go to school for food science. And then, so I was like super driven, super passionate. Just like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I want to do. You know, after I graduate and then like balancing my life with like sports, going to the gym. Like I felt like super mm. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm just like. Because. I mean, it all ties back to, like, you really got to love it to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even oh, my like, God. Like, because there are so many people who, like, personally, even I know who had the talent to play at the next level, but were just, like, they just, you just get burnt out. Yeah, you get burnt out. I've, like, you know, I've gone funny? through experiences where it's, like, there, there are days where I'm, like, man, like, do I really want to do this? And I'm, like, all right, let me sit and think about it. I wake up the next morning. I'm, like, yeah, I still want to do it. Yeah. Like, it's something I just have to kind of ask myself, like, reevaluate every once in a while which is kind of like a hyper awareness thing yeah. you talked about which all kind of ties yep. to that self-improvement yeah. is like so sure like, you have to ask yourself like with something like basketball in my in my case where you know i'm trying to walk on like i have to ask myself like do i really want to do this mm-hmm. like what am i willing to sacrifice for you know this game and what does it mean to me right yeah well that wraps up our first part of swish stories thank you guys so much for listening make sure to tune in next monday at 8 a.m peace out